Jones right back up again, and a big first down, close to the 15 of Winnipeg. Chad Kelly picks up 20 yards. Get out of your vehicle lease ASAP. Over 200,000 customers per month looking to take over your lease. What a relief. Go to leasebusters.com. It's Mike DiStefano. It's Toronto Today. That was Chad Kelly keeping the game-winning drive alive. Second and 15, running for the first down to set up the eventual game-winning touchdown moments later. The TSN turning point, if you will. And we got the man on the line right now. It's Chad Kelly, Argos quarterback, Grey Cup champion. Chad, has that sunk in yet? Grey Cup champion. It, it, it hasn't, um, really. Uh, but I'm I'm just super blessed, man. I love my teammates. I love the coaches, man. We're we're just uh, on cloud nine right now, and as we should be. Yeah, Chad. I, I, I when you found out, so you got to come into the game coming in as the backup. You start you started the one game at the end of the year, coming in as the backup, and then you find out that McLeod Bethel Thompson unable to continue there in the fourth quarter, down uh, by a score. I mean, what was going on in your head at the time when they came to you and said, "Chad, it's your time. You're going in." Uh, here we go. We, I mean, I was just ready to ready to show what I could do. Um, I mean, obviously watching the game, they didn't bring much blitzes. They were obviously playing a lot more coverage, but they threw in some cover zero. And, you know, I had to be ready to take off and run when the time was there. And, you know, just trust your keys, trust your, trust your reads, and everything will work out. So you gave a pretty emotional interview on, on TSN after the win, talking about how difficult of a season this was for you mentally. And, you know, getting into that game and getting that moment to be that guy, to lead the team to the championship, did it just make everything you went through this season and over the last the course of the, of the last couple of years worth it for you? 1,000%. Man, I couldn't, couldn't be more blessed to be on a, a more special team. And, you know, 30 weeks ago, 35 weeks ago when we started, man, we, we had one common goal, and that was the win, right? And we accomplished all four of our goals, and, you know, it, it couldn't have had a better ending to the story. Oh, I, I, I couldn't. Watching that game, it was such a roller coaster. I couldn't imagine being on the field and being in the game just as a fan, as an observer. I mean, it's it's late in the game, and, and you guys have a blocked field goal, and then the Bombers start driving the field and then respond with a block of your own to kind of seal it. Have you ever been in a game of that magnitude with, with such a roller coaster of emotions? What was it like for you on the field? Man, it, it honestly was was like uh like a dream and to really come out on the winning end was even more of like man this is so real this is amazing um you know you can't really put into words like the emotions that you go through um you know in that moment especially with like two block kicks you don't ever see that right you're you're thinking you're going up four and that means they got to score a touchdown then you're like all right we're down one they can get a rouge and then you know a game get goes into overtime next thing you know they're driving and, you know, we had that sack earlier than the face mask, right? So it kept the drive alive. And then, you know, they go to kick the field goal. They're like, all right, we got to go down and win it. And then next thing you know, you win. You take a kneel down. And, you know, the greatest victory victory formation, I mean, there's, there's nothing more sweet than winning a championship with – the victory formation. Oh, absolutely. There's, there's, there's nothing. And it's funny, you mentioned the Rouge, which clearly is not something that you would have been, you know, something that would have been known to you, I suppose, just being a guy who grew up in the States, played NCAA ball at Ole Miss, that went on to play uh, in the NFL with Denver and, and with Indy. The Rouge that you guys got in the first half technically ended up being the difference in the game. You ever think about that? <laughs> you know, I didn't even think about that until you said it. 
And and that's what I think what makes the the game so sweet is that, you know, one point and 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 I, you know, being from America, you there's obviously not one point in the NFL, right? So, um I think the biggest thing is when I came up here, I was like, why is there a one point? And they're like they want to kind of uh, say thank you to the other team for driving the ball down. You know, it's a longer field or whatever. And then you get to thinking, you're like, man, there's never the same score. And that's what kind of keeps people interested is that it's so hard to predict what the score is going to be because those one points do end up becoming, you know, more than you think. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, as a, as a, as a betting man, it sometimes can be a little <laughs> irritating just losing the game or winning the game based off of a rouge. Um, but you mentioned that you know you you grew up in the states, right? College, NFL, and then this was your first season in the Canadian Football League. Did you learn anything or gain an appreciation for the Canadian game in the years since you've been up here? One thousand percent. You know, obviously having twelve guys on the field, right? It's always like you're playing American football, but with a guy watching your eyes every single snap, you got to navigate him, right? Whether he's down five, ten yards from you or he's 25 yards away, right? So I think the biggest appreciation is, you know, how hard the playbook is, right? I mean, the playbook's even longer. Um, and and I, I just learned so much about the, the game itself, about players blitzing and all the different cover zero looks where you're like, man, in the NFL, you're only going to see two or three looks. Here, you know, when I played Montreal, they ran that coverage 19 times. So, you know, there's so many different ways that you can get to that, too. And that, you know, Winnipeg ran it on the second and, you know, 10, and I had to throw it hot because that was that, that's my job, right, is, is to do what um, the defense gives us. So, you know, I think there are so many different looks with so many different players on the field that you have to be prepared, and, and that's kind of where I, I stand as a football player now. I feel I'm more prepared for the game more than ever. We're chatting with Chad Kelly. Uh, we are uh, Grey Cup champion of the Toronto Argonauts, and your teammate ended up winning MOP and most outstanding Canadian. Enoch Muamba said that this year's team was by far the best team that he had been a part of, and he's been in this league for a while. But what was so special about this group? Um... There was no give up. They were relentless. They were warriors. They were workers. Nobody complained, man. Like when he said, hey, full pads here, or he said, hey, we got three more periods here. Hey, restart this period. We're going to do it again. Like guys bought into that. Guys believed in it. Guys did whatever they had to do to, to win the Grey Cup. And I think that's what you saw at the end of the day and throughout the season is that guys were warriors and resilient no matter what the score was, no matter – what the outcome was, we were going to try to figure out how to get the job done. I got to know. So Pinball is a legend in this city here in Toronto. Did he have some sort of inspirational rah-rah speech prepared for you guys, either pre-game or post-game after winning the championship? No. Really? No. I he, thought he, for sure he, he would. Nope. He just said, hey, here we go. This is this is your guys' team. You guys go do it. And you did. And you absolutely did. And you guys are going to have yourself a little championship rally uh, tomorrow. And not sure if you recall this. Uh, I guess you were down down in the States. But the last championship rally, Thursday, sorry, not tomorrow. But the last championship rally that this team had saw uh, Marcus Gasol, the Toronto Raptors, getting after it on the bus. The dude was chugging Rosé on what was pretty much a four-hour bus ride the entire time. Which of your teammates, Chad, are you most worried about tomorrow who might be putting in a bit of a shift in the celebration? Big Drew. 
Big, Big Drew. <laughs> I, I think that there's a couple of guys out there who could probably, like, I heard you guys were out pretty late Monday night. What was that celebration like, or Sunday night, Monday morning, rather? What was that celebration uh, like? Man, it was it was the greatest celebration ever, right? I mean, like I said, you can't put into words what it means to win, uh, you know, in, in such an emotional game, right? I mean, there was so many times where you guys could have been like, oh, man, this shit sucks, or, oh, man, we should have did this, should have did that. We didn't dwell on it, right? And when we were down by, you know, six points, and the guys just, just found a way. They found a way, and, like, you know, we just, at the end of the day, you got to believe, right? You got to believe that you're going to get the job done. You're going to make the right decision. Hey, guys, that one play could be the deciding factor in the whole Grey Cup. The whole season could depend on one play, and, and guys stepped up and made plays. Yeah, you yourself included. Second and 15, you make that play. You keep the drive alive. You score the touchdown. Ends up being the game winner. And you brought a title back to Toronto. And, uh, you know, Argos fans probably can't thank you enough for helping do that with you and the group. Uh, Congratulations, man. Great cup champ. Probably feels great to hear. And uh, congratulations once again. And thank you for taking the time today. No problem. Go Argos. Go Argos and go Rebels. Go Rebels. I'm an old Miss go guy. Rebs, baby. Go Rebels. I'll never forget this, Chad. One of my favorite football games that I ever watched you play your senior year. You absolutely went out there and torched the Georgia Bulldogs. You and Evan, you made Evan Ingram into a first round pick that game. I guarantee it. Oh, he's gone. Oh, he's gone. Dang. Yeah, he was outstanding in that game. He was so good. Um, went out there and beat the Georgia Bulldogs. And uh, I've been a big Chad Kelly guy. Like, Swag Kelly was my dude. When he signed with the Argos back in February, I legitimately, like, texted the, the Argos, like, someone I knew in the Argos organization, and was like, y'all got Swag Kelly. Let's go. Let me know when he's starting a game. I need to get out to see that game and get some tickets. And uh, lo and behold, you know, and, and that's what I think was so kind of profound about the season for him. Like, he ends up riding the bench, starts as the backup for McLeod Bethel-Thompson this season, and then when it came down to it in the fourth quarter, Bethel-Thompson injures his throwing hand, can't grip a football, and in comes a guy who had one start in the Canadian Football League, leads him on a game-winning drive, and wins the Great Cup for the Toronto Argonauts. Uh, An outstanding story. Really happy for the kid who's had a bit of an up-and-down football career. Also, the uh, the nephew of Bills legend Jim Kelly. So congrats to Chad Kelly. Congrats to the Argonauts. And uh, go support them Thursday. Uh, go check out when they do their championship parade down at, uh, uh, where's that, at Leafs, Maple Leafs Garden, Maple Leaf Square? Yeah, go check that out.